Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're talking about disappointment and what we do when things don't go the way that we want them to. We hope it's helpful and we hope you enjoy. Have you ever um, had a picture of what your life's going to look like in your mind and then uh, it not happen the way you thought it would? Shocker of all shockers, yes. <laughs> Pretty regularly. <laughs> there's layers. Yeah, there, there's layers to that one. I think uh, being a future, a future-focused person, I, I, I have a lot of energy, a very active imagination, which is often a, I would say it's a, it is a blessing and a curse. Usually our greatest gifts are blessings and curses and my imagination and I guess like thought factory on like what the future could look like um, often gets me in trouble, but often provides an awful lot of joy. So your question of, have I had a picture of my life and it not worked out? Yes. Um, The the picture I had, if we just do 20 years ago, um, it would be, I think the thing that was most radically different uh, is that my dad passed away unexpectedly before I was 24, 25. And the person, that's someone I had a lot of faith. I put my faith in and that radically changed things. And then even 10 years ago, like 10 years ago, the guys in the refuge or guys who know me know that my family and I had a funnel cake stand. So we were traveling and I had hopes and dreams for that because that is a very unique, exciting, fast-paced life. Um, And it did not go like many of those things did not go well for me. There was a lot of disappointment based in that. Um, But I learned a lot. I think the thing that I have to remind myself in hindsight is when there is disappointment in my life, especially from like a plan or a a dream, that there's a reason for it. I think most recently, um, I think we've probably talked about it here. Um, I have a lot of ambition. And for since my family and I moved, from rural Ohio into Columbus and we don't live in the city anymore. We live close. I can hear it. Um, But I was married, definitely married to my ambition. And I had a thought an idea of what my life would look like. And I am, yeah, I would say I regret a lot of the actions I made out of a single minded drive to acquire whatever that ambition was. So yes, it's a very long, that was a long-winded answer to your yes and no question. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's, I, I'm really grateful that you gave a really, um, you gave really tangible, specific examples. And I appreciate that. I think since you did that, I'll speak more to the internal world. I think mm. you're reminded today how, how, frustrated i can get with my own lack of growth like like this is going to sound earnest and trite but i mean it like i just get frustrated like with how selfish i can be and um how just inwardly focused i can be and how i wish that those things were not 
a factor in my life, but they are. Mm. And how, you know, like just entitlement, like I wish my job was easier than it was. And I wish people didn't make poor choices like they do. Um, just, just like longing for comfort and ease is, um, is pretty prevalent a lot of the time, you know, and we're not guaranteed that, are we? No, <laughs> uh, we are, we are guaranteed, uh, that life will be difficult. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately that's a part of it and not to sound like a downer. I mean, I, I think, you know, one of the guys that mentors me is, an, is not a Christian and he, he often talks about how he thinks the reason life's hard is because that's how we grow. Um, mm-hmm. and I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Um, so I'll go with that for the moment. <laughs> um, it's how we learn oh, yeah. how we grow, but, but, yeah. but inevitably it's hard because oftentimes, um, our expectations and what is actually going on in our lives are different. And I think unmet expectations for us can cause a lot of frustration and struggle and even sometimes doubt. I think some of our doubts and some of the, some of what leads us to poor choices comes from unmet expectations. But I think I want to start off this conversation by going back to a verse that we've said a lot on this podcast, and that's Romans seven fifteen, where Paul himself, right? The great apostle Paul that is so earnest and probably one of the most intense people in the Bible, um, which I find encouraging and annoying depending on when I'm reading him. But even the apostle Paul admits, he says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. I mean, could we just call that a mistake? Like Paul makes mistakes. Is he kind of admitting to that there? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, it's like when he says the thing that I hate, I mean, we can all probably like, whether we admit it or not, like, oh yeah, I know no one's going to be perfect. And like, but if that's true, then that means if we're not perfect, that means we're, we make mistakes. So it is, it's, it's interesting that we don't get upset um, when we laugh or do something right, but we do get upset when we mess up, but we're like, those things are guaranteed in life because we're not perfect. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting our relationship with mistakes. Um, because often mistakes are connected to like to how we grow the best because we learn better from losing than from winning. Yeah. So it sticks with us more. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation on disappointment. We'll see you then.